वेलकम एवरी वन टू दिस लाइव पॉडकास्ट ऑन ट्विच वेर यू कैन फाइंड द न्यूज फ्रॉम द रिसर्च इंडस्ट्री दैट हाउ आर रिसर्चर कीप ऑन रिसर्चिंग ऑन वेरियस टॉपिक्स एंड डोमेन्स टू कीप आवर लाइफ स्टाइल बेटर ऑफ कोर्स एंड दिस आर्टिकल पोस्टेड ऑन अवर वेबसाइट नेम्ड पोस्ट साइंटिस्ट डॉट कॉम सो इफ यू आर विलिंग टू चेक इट आउट प्लीज चेक इट आउट अदरवाइज लिसनिंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट विल बी इनफ फॉर यू वर्स एस इट्स एक्स लाइक इन आर्काइव on the daily basis providing you the information from the research industry so without wasting any further time let's get started with the first topic of the day novel molecular orbital interaction to stabilize cathode material for lithium ion batteries so our scientists try to have a solution in the new novel molecular orbital interaction between lithium ion batteries in the cathode materials to stabilize it so i mean great man let's see what we actually get actually get from this research a large international team led by scientists from the institute of for superconducting and electronic material at the university of Wolong Gong has verified that the introduction of novel molecular orbital interactions can improve the structural stability of cathode material for lithium ion batteries. The production of better cathode material for high performance lithium ion batteries is a major challenge for the electric car industry. In research publication Angia Vandate Chami first author Dr. Gemeng Ling Professor Zheping Gyo and associates use multiple capabilities at Ansto other and other units to provide evidence that doping a promising cathode material spinal alloy Ni 0.5 to Mn 0. Oh, sorry 1.5 mmO with germanium significantly strengthen the फोर एस एंड टू interaction between oxygen and metal cations. The फोर एस एंड टू पी ऑर्बिटल इज रिलेटिवली अनकॉमन बट वी फाउंड अ कंपाउंड इन द लिटरेचर इन विच जर्मेनियम हैज अ वैलेंस स्टेट ऑफ थ्री प्लस अनेबलिंग एन इलेक्ट्रॉन कन्फिग्रेशन ए आर थ्री डी टेन फोर एस वन ओके Which photos transition metal orbital electrons are available to interact with unpaired electrons in the oxygen 2p orbital producing the hybrid 4s2p orbital okay okay the 4s2p orbital creates structural stability in the lnmo material as determined using the synchrotron and neutron experiments at nsto australian synchrotron and the australian center for neutron scattering as well as other methods the team used neutron and lab based x-ray powder diffraction as well as microscopy to confirm the location of the doped germanium at the 16c and 16d crystallographic sites of the lno M structured and the with FD three M space group symmetry, symmetry, as the valence state of the germanium dopants was important to investigate laboratory X-ray photoelectron spectroscopy. 
XPS and X-ray absorption spectroscopy as measurements at the Australian Synchrotron were carried out. The confirmed determined wind opens have an average valence state of 3.5.56, with germanium at the 16C and 16D sides being 3 plus and 4 plus respectively. The results of density function, functional theory, DFT calculations supported this observation. The researchers evaluated the electrochemical performance of bacteria containing LNMO and compared with those containing LNMO with 4S and 2P orbital hybridization, known as 4S LNMO. Those assessments found that doping with 2% germanium contributed to superior structural stability as well as reduced battery voltage polarization, improved energy density, and high voltage output. We wanted to understand the lithium diffusion kinetics in the two materials and found that after the germanium is introduced into the system, the diffusion of lithium in the material is fostered, allowing faster charge capabilities, said Dr. Ling. Following the performance testing, Dr. Ling used synchrotron based near edge X ray absorption spectroscopy. Nexa FS uh, on the soft X-ray beamline for more detailed information about the electronic structure of active material during cycling. Spectroscopy data at the open circuit voltage of the battery found a significant increase in the intensity of peaks of the 4S LNMO material at the position corresponding to 4S2P orbital hybridization providing further validation of the successful introduction of the novel 4S2P orbital interaction because we can see the unfilled orbital they are these are linked in a distinct but complicated way to the to the filled orbitals we can use these to help better characterize the chemistry of the system either through quantum mechanical calculation or by comparison to similar material set co-author instrument scientist dr bruce coy the next phase data were also useful in evaluating the behavior of manganese in the material. We know that keeping manganese from dissolving into the electrolyte and inhibiting the formation of manganese 2 plus and 3 plus in the structure will help prevent structural degradation, said Dr. Ling. The next phase result showed that there was only a minor amount of uh, MN3 plus and no noticeable MN2 plus in the 4S LNMO, which further increased the structural stability of the material. In Oprando experiment on the power refraction beam line at the Australian Synchrotron explored the structural behavior of the material within a battery during cycling. Using this data, the team confirmed the suppression of an unfavorable two-phase reaction at high operating voltage in the 4S LNMO. Orbital hybridization is required a new concept in battery research, but is very promising for solving battery performance issues, said Dr. Ling. Even better, this approach is extendable to other battery materials. So, I mean, it's basically using for the uh, mechanism of the cathode material in the lithium ion batteries. Uh, I mean, of course, it's going to be used in various applications. 
बट या ओके मूविंग ऑन टूवर्ड्स नेक्स्ट टॉपिक एंशंट समर्ज वॉलकैनोज ब्रिस्टल विद सी लाइफ ओके लेट सी साइंटिस्ट कोलैबोरेटिंग विद म्यूजियम विक्टोरिया रिसर्च इंस्टीट्यूट है मैप्ड द सी फ्लोर इन ऑस्ट्रेलिया कोकोस किलिंग आइलैंड्स मेरीन पार्क इन डिटेल फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम रिवीलिंग मैसिव फ्लैट टॉप एंशंट सी माउंटेन्स फ्लैंगड बाय वॉलकैनोज कोन्स स्नार्ली रिजेस एंड कैनियंस formed from avalanches of sand that have slumped down onto the actual ocean floor the research vessel rv investigator operated by cisro australian national science agency which arrived back at w a henderson port november 3 also survey previously unknown deep sea life in the indian ocean territories On this 35th day, 11,000 kilometer today, journey underwater video has revealed diverse fish life hovering over the summits of the sea amounts, samples of uh, which have been collected from a deep as 5 kilometer below the surface. Some of the most fascinating finds are previously unknown blind eel collected from a depth of about. 5 km covered in loose transparent gelatinous skin their eyes are poorly developed and unusually for a fish female give birth to live young deep sea ba- uh, bat fishes that amble over the sea floor on their arm like fins they have a tiny fishing lure in a small hollow on their snout to attract prey that tribute a spider fish with incredible long lower fins with tightened tips which allow it to probe high up off the bottom as if it was on stilts giving it uh, the perfect height to feed on the small prawns that drift by in the current the bizarre pelican l with a tiny head uh, at the front of its enormous jaws and an expandable stomach so that it can engulf and swallow large food items pelican elks are covered in black velvety skin and have a light organ on the tip of the tail to attract prey hyphen lizard fish are voracious deep sea predators predators with mouth full of long sharp th- teeth they belong to a group of fish that are simultaneously hermaphrodites they have an ofta over testes with functional male and female reproductive tissue at the same time okay the uh, the vidocious selena viper fish with huge fang like teeth that are visible even when the mouth is closed Viperfish have rows of light organs along the underside and a very long upper fin with light organs on the tip to attract prey. The slender snipe L found as deep as 4 km below the sea surface with its long thread like tail it can reach a meter in length while only weighing 50 grams the curved jaws which are permanently open are covered in tiny 
hooked deeds that snag their crust uh, crustacean prey pancake sea urchins which have a delicate skeleton that flattens like a pancake when it uh, it is out of the water the spines are tipped with poison pma stones are that are likely to be formed from the 1883 eruption of karakatoa in indonesia we have discovered an amazing number of potentially new species living in this remote marine park said museum victoria research institute dr tim o'hara chief scientist of the expedition We are proud that our maps, data, and images will be used by Parks Australia to manage the new marine park into the future. The team has proposed detailed three-dimensional images of the massive mountain underneath the Cocos Keeling Island themselves, which has never been mapped in detail before. Dr. Tim O'Hara said, "We have beamed." these new 3d maps and underwater video images directly from the vessel to the people of coco's killing islands who have been super excited to see their seascape in all its grandeur nelson kuna one of the two hydrographic sur- surveyors on board from cisro Uh, said that very little high resolution mapping had been done the cocos killing islands marine park prior to this voyage we have used the full ocean depth mapping capabilities of rv investigator to completely survey around the cocos killing islands from coastal depths less than 100 meter all the way down to the abyssum 4800 meter below said dr said mr kuno the data set new covers a substantial area of the new marine park and shows the cocos killing islands as the twin peaks of a massive sea mount that rises nearly 5000 meter from the surrounding sea floor it's truly an honor to see for the first time this stunning feature revealed from the deep scientists on board have shared their discovery with school students around the country in the real time bush blitz is supporting this voyage and using rv investigators technology to live stream into classrooms during the voyage bush blitz has reached more than 850 students and community members around australia from Tasmania to the Torres Strait from Alice Springs to Norfolk Island The voyage is a collaboration between Museum Victoria Research Institute and CISRO in the partnership with Bush Blitz Parks Australia Australian Museum Research Institute and the Western Australian Museum The Australian government proclaimed two massive marine parks across Australia Indian Ocean territories in March 2022 that together covered an area almost the size of New South Wales the expedition will supply scientific data that will help parks Australia to manage this area into the future 
We are looking forward to welcoming Dr. Tim O'Hara and the Museum Victoria Research Institute team back home, said Museum Victoria CEO Lennon Crosswell. This research voyage has led to many important discoveries of marine life and deep ocean terrain, and we are very proud of this work. Head of Division at Parks Australia, Jason Mundy, said the voyage is important to increase our understanding of the unique and diverse habitat habitats and species of these remote waters. Scientific research and data underpin management of all Australian marine parks, said uh, uh, Mr. Mundy. It is fantastic that this voyage is exploring the extraordinary biodiversity and unique habitats of these the new Christmas and Cocos Killing Islands marine parks, which covered more than 7,000 uh, 7,44,000 square kilometers. Moving on towards next topic. The direct measurement of a proton generalized polar polarizabilities in the strong quantum chromodynamics regime. Okay, okay. Quantum chromodynamics is an Area of study that explores the strong interaction between quarks mediated by gluons. Quarks are elementary particles with an electric charge, which are building block of composite particles such as hadrons and protons. Some aspects of the strong interaction in the quantum chromodynamics regime are still poorly understood, particularly when it comes to interaction at low energies and with low momentum transfer. One theory that makes prediction about nucleonic generalized polarizabilities that is fundamental quantities describing the nucleon response to an external field in quantum chromodynamics. In Schuyler perturbation theory, Schuyler perturbation is an effective field theory aligned with the estimate Schuyler symmetry of the quantum chromodynamics. This theory is often used to study low-energy interactions in the quantum chromodynamics regime, particularly in terms of the underlying trial symmetry. Researchers at the University of New Hampshire, University of Virginia, the College of William and Mary, and other institutes in the U.S. and China have recently tested the prediction of the channel perturbation theory in an experimental setting. Their paper published in Nature Physics offers a measurement of the spin structure and generalized polar polarizabilities of a proton in the strong quantum chromodynamics regime. There are only a handful of characteristics that summarize the property of the proton. The mass, uh, the mass charge, etc., called Sliffler, or one of the researchers who carried out the study, told physics.org. Given the proton role as a fundamental particle in all visible matter, it's really important that we understand these few properties well. About a decade ago, it became clear that the theoretical understanding of one of the these quantities, known as generalized spin polarizability, was very unsatisfactory. The key objective of the recent work by Slyford and his colleagues was to measure generalized or proton spin polarizability in a reliable way. To do this, they used a solid polarized ammonia and history. Target 
विद स्ट्रॉन्ग मैग्नेटिक फील्ड ऑरियंटेड पर डायरेक्शन ऑफ एन इंसिडेंट इलेक्ट्रॉन बीम A design causes a large reflection of the beam as it passes through the field on the way to the target. Slyford explained, therefore it required a lot of engineering to deliver the beam onto the target. Years of analysis to extract the reaction cross section from the scattered electron that emerged from the target. Using the measurement the हेलो 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 सॉरी गाइस फॉर दिस टेक्निकल इशू यूजिंग द मेजरमेंट द कलेक्टर्स लाइफ फॉर एंड इज क्लिक वर एबल टू कैरेक्टराइज द इंटरनल स्पिन स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ इंडिविजुअल प्रोटॉन दैट इज सबोटॉमिक पार्टिकल फाउंड इन द न्यूक्लियस ऑफ एटम फ्रॉम द डाटा दे आल्सो एक्सट्रैक्टेड द प्रोटॉन लॉन्गिट्यूडनल ट्रांसफर स्पिन polar zeability to three matrix element the polar zeability due to crucial pa- parameter estimated by chardal perturbation theory there are two main groups of theorists which are performing who are performing calculation for this quantity slifer said this group imp- employ slightly different approaches but both prediction and principle follow directly from the same uh, assumption and symmetries as quantum chromodynamics qcd qcd is the theory of the strong phase one of the one of only four known forces in nature and direct attach uh, of qcd are notoriously hard to come by ultimately to ascertain the wa- validity of theoretical prediction this prediction need to be tested in an experimental setting the finding gathered by slifer and his colleagues can be used to validate prediction made by shear perturbation theory which uh, can in turn improve our understanding the strong quantum chromodynamics regime uh, including the spin structure and generalized spin polar zeabilities of protons Transferably polarized proton data is historically scarce because these experiments are so difficult to run and to analyze. Slifer added, but our results show that this kind of data is really helpful to clarify how exactly the spin-dependent properties of the proton arise. We have been asked by our theory uh, colleagues to explain this. measurement to a high energy it's another very difficult experiment that will take years to run and analyze but it should be completed moving on to our next topic we take a small soft and ultra thin wireless 
इलेक्ट्रो टैक्टिकल सिस्टम वर्चुअल रियलिटी वी आर एंड ऑगमेंट रियलिटी ए आर हेडसेट और बिकमिंग ग्रेजलिंग एडवांस एनेबलिंग ग्रेजलिंग एंगेजिंग एंड इमोर्सिव डिजिटल एक्सपीरियंस टू मेक वी आर एंड ए आर एक्सपीरियंस इवन मोर रियलिस्टिक इंजीनियर्स हैव बिन ट्राइंग टू क्रिएट बेटर सिस्टम डेट प्रोड्यूस टेक्टल टेक्टाइल एंड हैव टेक फीडबैक मैचिंग वर्चुअल कॉन्टेंट रिसर्चर एट यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ हॉन्गकॉन्ग सिटी यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ हॉन्गकॉन्ग यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ इलेक्ट्रॉनिक साइंस एंड टेक्नोलॉजी ऑफ चाइना यू ई एस टी सी एंड अदर इंस्टीट्यूट इन चाइना हैव रिसेंटली क्रिएटेड वी टेक मिनिचराइज सॉफ्ट एंड अल्ट्राथिन वायरलेस इलेक्ट्रोटेक्टाइल सिस्टम डेट प्रोड्यूस टेक्टाइल सेंसेशन ऑन ए यूजर स्किन The system introduces a natural machine intelligent works by delivering electrical current through a user hand as the tactile sensitivity among different individual and different parts of the hand within a person varies widely a universal method to encode tactile information into faithful feedback in a hands according to sensitivity features is urgently needed quan Meng Jiao and his colleagues wrote in the in their paper in addition existing haptic interface worn on the hand are usually bulky rigid and tethered by cables which is a hurdle for accurately and naturally providing haptic feedback VTAC consists of a series of electrodes which are placed over a user palm and miniaturized soft electronic components detect as the device control panel when worn by user the device can produce detailed and programmable spatial temporal haptic feedback patterns with 32 electrotactile simulation pixels on the sides of the palm and a high spatial resolution of 0.279 pixel per centimeter square in the densest region VTAC delivers uh, current through the hand to induce tactile sensation as the skin integrated haptic interface the researcher wrote in their paper with a relatively high pixel density over the whole hand area the VTAC can provide tactile simulation and measure the sensation threshold of users in a flexible way The device created by Yo and his colleagues has notable advantages over other electrotactile devices developed in the past. Most notably, it covers a wider surface of a user hand that is the whole hand, rather than focusing on one on more fingertips. In addition, as its components are ultra soft, VTAC can easily map threshold th- currents for the individual users. identifying optimal parameter for producing haptic feedback in specific parts of the hand this could lead to full hand realistic and personalized tactile experiences that can be clearly felt by user without causing them pain by mapping the threshold for different uh, electrical parameter personalized threshold data can be acquired to produce virtual touching sensation on the hand with optimized simulation intensity and avoid causing pain the researcher explained in their paper with an 
accurate control of sensations level temporal and spatial perception it allows providing personalized feedback when user interact with virtual objects in initial test the wireless electrotactile device created by the researcher achieved very promising result producing vivid and adjustable haptic feedback on user hands in the future it could be integrated with the vr and ar systems to create more vivid and engaging virtual experiences or to enhance human machine interactions moving on towards next topic old age planetary debris in our galaxy found in new study astronomers led by the university of warwick have identified the oldest star in our galaxy that is exerting debris from orbiting planet tessimols making it one of the oldest rocky and icy planetary system discovered in the milky way the findings are published today in the monthly notice of the royal astronomical society and conclude that a faint white dwarf located 90 light years from earth as well as these remains of its orbiting planetary system are over 10 million years old the fate of most stars including those like our sun is to be become a white dwarf a white dwarf is a star that has burned up all of its fuel and shed its outer layers and is now undergoing a process of shrinking and cooling during this process any orbiting planet will be disrupted in some cases destroyed with their debris left to accrete onto the surface of the void of for this study the team of astronomers led by university of warwick modeled two unusual void of that were detected by the space observatory gaia of the European Space Agency both stars are polluted by planetary debris with one of them being found to the unusual blue while the other is the faintest radars found to date in the local galactic neighborhood the team subjected both to further analysis using spectroscopy and photometric data from Gaia the dark energy survey and the x-ray shooter instrument at the European Southern Observatory to work out how long it has been cooling for the astronomer found that the red star WDJ uh, 2147 to 4035 is around 10.7 billion years old of which 10.2 billion years has been spent cooling as a white dwarf okay okay spectroscopy involves in uh, analyzing the light from the star at different wavelengths which can detect when elements in the star atmosphere absorb are absorbing light at different colors and help determine what element those are and how much is present by analyzing the spectrum from wdj 2147 to 4035 the team found the presence of the metals sodium lithium potassium and tentatively detected carbon asserting onto the star making this the oldest metal polluted white dwarf discovered so far 
द सेकेंड ब्लू स्टार डब्ल्यू डी जे वन प्लस ओ टू जीरो is only slightly younger than wdj 2147 to 4035 and was polluted by planetary debris of a similar composition to the earth continental crust the science team concluded that the blue color of wdj 1922 plus 0233 despite its cool surface temperature is caused by its unusual mix helium hydrogen atmosphere The debris found in the otherwise nearly pure helium and high gravity atmosphere of the red star WDJ 2147-4035 are from an old planetary system that survived the survived the evolution of the star into a white dwarf, leading the astronomer to conclude. that this is the oldest planetary system around a void of discovered in the milky way lead author abigail elms a phd student in the university of warwick department of physics said these metapolitan stars show the star isn't unique there are other planetary system out there with planetary bodies similar to the earth 97% of all stars will become a void become a white dwarf and they are so ubiquitous around the universe that they are very important to understand especially these extremely cool ones formed from the oldest stars in our galaxy cool white dwarfs provide information on the formation and evolution of planetary system around the oldest star in the milky way we are finding the oldest stellar remnants in the milky way that are polluted by once earth like planets it's amazing to think that this uh, happened on the scale of 10 billion years and then and that those planets died way before the earth was even formed astronomers can cause uh, can also use the star spectra to determine how quickly those metals are sinking into the star core which allows them to look back in time and determine how abducted each of those metals were in the original planetary body by comparing those abductedness to astronomical bodies and planetary material found in our own solar system we can guess at what those planets would have been would have been like before the star died and become a void of but in the case of wdj 2147435 that has proven challenging of course man of course abigail explained the red star wdj 2147 to 4035 is a mystery as the accreted planetary debris are very lithium and potassium rich and unlike anything known in our own solar system this is a very interesting void of as its cool ultra cool surface temperature the metals polluting it its old age and the fact that it is magnetic makes it extremely rare professor pierre emmanuel tremblay of the department of physics at the university of warwick said 
when these old stars formed more than 10 billion years ago the universe the universe was less metal rich than it is now since metals are formed in is evolved stars and gigantic stellar explosions the two observed white dwarf provide an exciting window into planetary formation in a metal poor and gas rich environment that was different to the condition when the solar system was formed moving on to our next topic fluorescence achieved in light driven molecular motors okay lottery uh, molecular motors uh, were first created in 1999 in the laboratory of ben fringa professor of organic chemistry at the university of grung grungingen these motors are driven by light for many reasons it would be good to be able to make the motor molecules visible the best way to do this is to make them fluorescence however combining two light mediated functions in a single molecule is quite challenging the fringa laboratory has now succeeded in doing just that in two different ways these two types of fluorescing light driven rotary motors were described in nature communication and science advances After the successful design of molecular motor in the past decade an important next goal was to control various function and co- and properties using such motors explains Fringa who shared in the Nobel prize in chemistry in 2016 as these are light powered rotary motors it is particularly challenging to design a system that would have another function that is controlled by light energy in addition to the rotary motion Fringa and his team was particularly interested in fluorescence since this is a prime technique that is widely used for detection for example in biomedical imaging usually two such photochemical events are incompatible in the same molecule either the light driven motor operates and there is no fluorescence or this is fluorescence and motor does not operate fringa says We have now demonstrated that both functions can exist in parallel in the same molecular system which is rather unique. Ranjan Tayoda, a postdoctoral researcher in the Faranga group who now holds a professor position at Tohoku University in Japan to functionality from blocking each other, says Tayoda. He managed to quench the direct interaction between the dye and the motor. This was done by positioning the dye perpendicular to the upper part of the motor to which it was attached. The limits the interaction Toyota explained different colors. In this way the fluorescence and the rotary function of the motor can coexist. Furthermore, it turned out that changing the solvent allows them him to tune the system by varying the solvent polarity the balance between both functions can be changed this means uh, that the motor has become sensitive to this environment which could point the way for future applications co-author shirin faraji professor of theoretical chemistry at the university of krongingen held her uh, to explain how this happens kanya mug Adam, a postdoc in our group, performed extensive quantum 
mechanical calculation and demonstrated how the key energetics governing the photoexcited dynamics strongly depend on the solvent polarity. Another useful property of this fluorescing motor molecule is that different dyes could be attached to the, uh, it as long as they have similar structure so it is relatively easy to create motors that are glowing in different colors says Toyota Antino a second fluorescent motor was constructed by Lucas Fiber also while working as a postdoctoral research in the Fringa group he has since joined the Ecole Polytechnique Friendly in Lone Sane, Switzerland. My solution was based on motor molecule that I had already made, which is driven by two low energy near infrared photons. Motor that are powered by near infrared light are useful in biological system as the light penetrates deeper into tissue than visible light and is less harmful to the tissue than UV light. I added an antenna to the motor molecule that collects an energy of two infrared photons and transferred it to the motor. While working on this, we discovered that with some modification, the antenna could also cause fluorescence, says fiber. It turned out that the molecule can have two different excited states. In one state, the energy is transferred to the motor part in the drive's rotation while the other states causes the molecule to fluorescence. Power. In the case of the second motor, the entire molecule fluorescence explained Professor Maxim Sionchnokov who performed spectroscopic analysis of both types of fluorescent motor and who is a co-author of both papers. This motor is one chemical entity on which the wave function is not localized and depending on the energy level can have two different effects by altering the wavelength of the light and thus the energy that the molecule receives you get either rotation or fluorescence Faraji added are synergized in, in principle and in practice approach highlights the interplay between theoretical and experimental studies and it illustrates the power of such combined efforts. Now that, uh, now that the team has combined both motion and fluorescence in the same molecule, our next step would be the show of motability and detect the molecule location simultaneously by tracking the fluorescence. Fringa says this is a very powerful and we might apply it to show how these motors might tra transverse a cell membrane or move inside a cell. A fluor as fluorescence is a widely used technique to show where molecules are in cells. We could also use to it to trace the moment that is induced by the light powered motor for instance on a narrow scale trajectory or perhaps trace motor induced transport on the nanoscale. scale this is all part of follow-up research moving on towards next topic new study of comets provide insight into the chemical composition of early solar system new study from the university of central florida has found strong support for, uh, that the outgassing of molecules from comets 
could be the result of composition from the beginning of our solar system. The results were published today in the Planetary Science Journal. The study was led by Olga Harrington Pinto, a doctoral candidate in UCF Department of Physics, part of the College of Science, measuring the ratio of certain molecules present after outgassing from comets can provide insights to the chemical composition of early solar system and physical processing of comets. After the form, Harrington Pinto says, outgassing is when comets, which are small bodies of dust, rock, and ice in the solar system, warm and start to release gases. As part of her dissertation research, Huntington Pinto complied the amounts of water, carbon dioxide, and carbon monoxide gases from 25 comets and to test prediction of solar system formation and evolution. This enabled almost twice as much comet carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide data to be studied. The measurements came from a variety of scientific publications. She carefully combined data obtained with different telescopes and different research teams when the measurement was simultaneously and she could confirm that the data were all well calibrated. One of the most interesting results is that comets were far from sun with orbits in the old cloud that have never or only rarely orbited near the sun were seen to produce more CO2 than CO in, the co- in their coma. Whereas comet, comets that have made many more trips close to the sun behave the opposite. Harrington Pinto says, This had oh, never been seen conclusively before. Interestingly, the data are consistent with prediction that comets that have been hanging out very far from the sun in the old cloud may have been bombarded by cosmic rays on their surface so much that it created a CO-depleted outer layer, Huntington Pinto says. Then after the fo- their first or second trip close to the sun, this processed outer layer is blasted off by the sun, revealing a much more pristine comet composition which releases much more CO. The researcher says the next step for the work is to analyze the first sensual observation that her team made with the James Webb telescope to directly measure the carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide and compare the result with the study. Hennington Pinto received the, her Master of Science in Physics from the University of South Florida. She worked on this study with Maria Womack, a courtesy professor at UCSF, Yanga R. Fernandez, professor at UCSF, and James Boyard, a professor at University of Maryland. Moving on towards next topic, psychedelic magic mushroom drug may ease some depression. The cyclic chemical in a magic mushrooms may ease depression in some hard to treat patients. A preliminary study found the effects were modest and 
bond uh, over time but the occurred with a single experimental dose in people who previously had gotten little relief from standard antidepressants the study is part of the reassurance of research into potential medical use of hallucinogenic drugs hallucinogenic drugs and the result of echo findings in a smaller findings in smaller studies of the mushroom compound psilocybin the research said large and longer studies are needed to determine the effectiveness and the safety of using psilocybin for depression the result were published Wednesday in the new England Journal of Medicine. The findings are both interviewing and sobering, said Bertham Madras, a psychobiology professor and researcher at Harvard Medical, Resu- Harvard Medical School, commenting in a journal ed- editorial Madras, said the study is the most rigorous study to date, evaluating Sly Osaibin for treating depression. She was not involved in the research. Researcher tested the chemicals in 2033 adults in the US, Europe, and Canada. Each followed capsule containing one of the three doses of Sly Osaibin during a six to eight hour session. Two mental health specialists guided them through. Hallucinatory experiences result for the high age and medium strength does very compared what compared with those in the very low dose control group. There was no comparison with an inactive dummy drug or with conventional antidepressants and there were other limitations. Depression symptoms declined in all three groups with the greatest initial improvement in the highest dose group. At three weeks, 37% of high-dose recipients had substantially improved, but those effects weren't as good as seen in studies of standard antidepressant drugs and the result warned in the following weeks. At three months, 20% in the high-dose group still saw substantial improvement Compass Pathways, a London-based from developing psilocybin from commercial use, paid for and helped conduct the study. It recently announced it is launching a larger, more rigorous study. Side effects including headaches and nuance were common in all three stu- uh, study groups. Serious side effects were uncommon, but they included suicidal thoughts and self-injury mostly in the participants with a history of suicidal thoughts. Dr. David Hellenstein, co-author of the Columbia University Research Psychiatrist, said those side effects are not surprising given the intensity of the psychedelic experience from the drug, but he said they underscored the importance of using cyclocybin in a medical setting. This is not a home run, but it's very encouraging. Hellstrain said nothing that important was seen after just one dose. However, he said it's likely that additional doses would be needed to achieve long-lasting results that could 
make us costly given the need for several hours of medically supervised treatment. More than 180 studies of cyclocybin and other psychedelics for use in depression, PTSD, and other mental conditions are listed on a National Library of Medicine website. The U.S. government still classifies the chemical as a controlled substance with no accepted medical use. Several cities have, redu- have already decriminalized ma- magic mushrooms and Oregon is the first state to approve medical use. Philip Collett, an assistant psychiatry professor at Yale University, said many important challenges remain, including determining whether cyclocybin has any real effect on reducing depression. One theory is that it stimulates portions of the brain that control levels of the mood, influencing chemical serotonin. It also may reconnect brain circuits both, but both uh, theories remain to be proven. I think we should be taking our food off. The gas is a light a little bit uh, and figure out exactly how the cyclics work in order to optimize it. Coldet said, they don't work for everybody. Moving on to our next topic. Serotonin key to social aversion during withdrawal from opioids in mice. Opioids in mice. Okay. <laughs> the acute physical illness characterizing opioid withdrawal is tough enough to endure even with full family, community, and medical support. So it is a brutal, sometimes deadly irony, that one of the withdrawal salient symptoms is extreme solar social aversion so uh, self-isolation can cause addicted people to drop out of recovery programs to get into conflicts to pull away from family and other social support networks or that could help them to remain assistant says stanford psychiatry professor keith hume phrase PhD and international expert on addiction treatment public policy. New research by the lab of Stanford neuroscientist Robert Belenka, MD, PhD, has identified a key molecular link between opioid withdrawal and social aversion in the brain of mice, suggesting the potential to help people in recovery from opioid addiction reconnect with their social support networks. The study points to a, a key role for the n- neuromodulator serotonin in switching sociability on and off normally. Melanka said sociability depends on release of serotonin in an area deep in the brain called the nucleus accumbens, which generally play a key role in linking behaviors to motivation and reward. In their, in their new study published October 5, 2022 in the journal Neuron, the researcher discovered how opioid withdrawal cut off the supply of serotonin to this region, dramatically reducing sociability. 
Melanchthon conducted the study on a mouse model of opioid withdrawal. The researcher gave escalating dose of morphine to the mice until the rodents were addicted and then apparently cut off the drug. They then tested the mice of social ability. We measured how much time a mouse wants to spend hanging out with a little buddy. It's really that simple, says Melanka, the Nancy Princeboard, professor of psychiatry and behavioral science, deputy editor of the View Tensai Neuroscience Institute. During protracted, protracted withdrawal from opioids, every single mouse in the study had severe sociability deficits. Melanka and his team had previously documented other uh, strong link between sociability and serotonin release in the nucleus uh, accumbens. In 2018, his group showed that reduced serotonin in the nucleus accumbens could um, account for social deficits in a mouse model of autism. Restoring serotonin release largely restored typical levels of road and sociability. A year later, they found that big boost of serotonin in the same brain region explained the intense pro-social effects of MDMA. Belenka says, we suspect the same thing is going on in humans. These earlier studies led Melenka and his colleague to wonder if something similar was occurring during withdrawal from opioids. Perhaps like the Austin Mouse model, subjects aren't getting the normal release of serotonin that is required for a pro-social adaptive non-aggressive interaction so they become socially avoidant and cranky, he says. Melenka lab postdoctoral scholar Matthew Pomerenzi, who, lead, uh, who led the team newly published study, made the connection that a particular type of opioid receptor molecule is known to reduce serotonin release within the nucleus accumbens. This receptor subtype, called a kappa receptor, had, link, had been linked to stress, a depression, a social behavior, but exactly how did it influence and sociability was unknown. Prominency and colleagues performed detailed experiment which revealed that during a period withdrawal, a neuropeptide molecule called dinonorphine is released in the nucleus incubants where it activates copper receptor and blocks serotonin release. We thought maybe this is what is causing the asocial behavior we see in the withdrawal. Melanka says, so we asked if we gave the animals a drug that blocks the scopa receptor and restored serotonin release, could it also restore the normal level of sociability? To make the experiment more clinically relevant, Melanka team and used a copa receptor blocker called anticaprant, which is already being tested for the treatment of once of certain subtypes of depression in humans where Melanka team gave the drug to their withdrawn addicted mice. It completely reversed their sociability defect deficit says Melanka. Achieving so, uh, something similar for humans could have pro, uh, could have a profound impact on the pure epidemic says Humphreys who co-direct the neuro choice 
initiative with Belenka and psychology professor Barian Kunsan, but was not involved in the current study. If opioid addicted people going through withdrawal turned toward sources of support rather than away from them, many more uh, might successfully weather the discomforts of withdrawal and reach recovery with the help of friends, family, their doctors, and the program, he says. Withdrawal is often the time when a doctor says, you don't have to lie like this. We have excellent treatment that I did be happy to connect you to. Or when someone, the addicted person known as, I was addicted to heroin, for 10 years and I'm not using anymore. I did be happy to take you to my narcotics anonymous meeting. But if the person in withdrawal is avoiding all social interactions, none of those potentially life-saving interventions can occur, says Humphrey Phrase. This is exactly what NeuroChoice was designed to do says him for phrase to explore close levels from the cell to the individual to the group to policy and from animals to humans but developing drugs to help and with addiction in notoriously difficult melancholy cautions for one thing pharmaceutical uh, companies do not reap huge profit from such medications so the goal of our uh, type of work Melinka's is, is to convince those in the human clinical research world uh, to say, Hey, this is working really well in mice. Uh, I should try it in clinical study. Okay. <laughs> the mechanism revealed by Melinka team study will give whoever may do not, may do not, may do that an excellent hashtag. Of course, man. Moving on to the next topic, association between poor sleep quality and an inspired risk of developing Alzheimer's. New research has shown an association between sleep quality less than 7 hours and Alzheimer's disease related pathology in people with cognitive impairment. The study by an international team led by Pasquale Marshall Foundation Research Center, the Badenslono Beta Brain Research Center, BBRC, together with researchers from the University of Bristol and North Bristol NHS Trust, was published in the journal Brain Communication, November 3rd. The result of the analysis, part of the European Prevention of Alzheimer's Dementia, Longitudinal Goddard study, EPAD, LCS, indicate that poor sleep quality is related to an increase in pathology of Alzheimer's disease. This finding is relevant to help define future therapies so that they are, uh, can be targeted at the appropriate phase of the disease. Cross-sectional analysis of sleep quality. Sleep abnormalities are common in Alzheimer's disease and sleep quality can be affected early in the preclinical stage of the disease even when no other symptoms are experienced. Understanding how and when sleep deprivation contributes to Alzheimer's disease progression is important for the design and implementation of 
for all future therapies Laura Stan Kunsert a postdoctoral researcher at the BBRC and one of the main authors of the study said the epidemiological and experimental data available to data to date uh, already suggested that sleep abnormalities contribute to the risk of alzheimer disease however previous study had limitation due to the lack of biomarkers of alzheimer disease because they had a, a, a non cross sectional design or because of the small size of the sample of participants this is the first study to include all of these factors the largest current to date for an analysis of sleep quality and efficiency using data from the largest current to date the epid lcs researchers were able to validate the hypothesis that sleep deprivation is associated with cerebrospinal fluid csf biomarkers of alzheimer disease cross sectional and which predict future increase in disease in people without identifiable symptoms of alzheimer disease at baseline the bbrc team in collaboration with researcher from the university of bristol analyzed data from 1168 adults over 50 years of age including biomarker of alzheimer disease in cerebrospinal fluid cognitive performance and sleep quantity to measure the latter They used the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index (PSQI) questionnaire. Dr. Liz Coulthard, associate professor in dementia neurology at the University of Bristol, is the neurologist at North Bristol NHS Trust. Added, sleep is an untapped opportunity to help prevent Alzheimer's and promote brain health. Our patient would. fantastically committed to uh, to the epad study completing many stages including lumbar punctures for research they they are invaluable data combined with other side around europe has now led uh, to a better understanding of the link between sleep and alzheimers dr oriel grow head of the clinical research group and the expert of neurodegenerative disease of the bbrc explained through this analysis we have been able to study association between the main biomarkers of alzheimer disease and different measures of sleep quality such as its total score duration efficiency and alteration by analyzing several uh, several spinal fluid sample from th- uh, 3 to 2 participants taken at baseline and after an average period of 1.5 years researcher accessed the effect of baseline sleep quality on charts in biomarkers of alzheimer disease over time preventive practice to improve sleep quality cross sectional analysis revealed that poor sleep quality is significantly associated with increased t tau protein in cerebro cerebrospinal fluid among other findings it was shown that a short duration of sleep of sleep less than 7 hours is associated with higher values of p tau and t tau key biomarker to measure alzheimer risk in the preclinical phase of the disease furthermore longitudinal analysis showed that greater sleep 
Dishovan's word associated with the decrease in the A uh, beta 42 biomaker over time. The study demonstrated that participants reported poor sleep quality is associated with the greater Alzheimer's disease related pathology in, in individuals without cognitive impairment. Laura Strand added our result further strengthened the hypothesis that sleep disruption may represent a risk factor for Alzheimer's disease for this season. For this reason, future research is needed to test the efficiency of presentive practice designed to improve sleep in the pre-symptomatic stages of the disease in order to reduce the pathology of Alzheimer's disease. So these are the studies, these are the findings given by a researcher on the association with the poor sleep quality will affect your own health and of course it will be shown in the work itself. So I mean, okay, great man. At last I just wanna say you guys keep researching, stay curious, stay healthy.